what is going on everybody welcome back to the latest episode of the tim king show as always featuring your boy tk and now now you can find the tim king show and everything that i do exclusively right here on the bloodline entertainment network on youtube the audio just search it the bloodline entertainment network go to google just put us in the bloodline entertainment network will pop up on youtube will pop up on spotify and spreaker and so many other major audio platforms so please go and check us out and again if you're watching right now hit that like button hit that subscribe button please appreciate all the support so very much and when you were doing that google search this would have came up BloodlineNetwork.com. That's right. Sports, wrestling, entertainment, all of our videos, all of our audio, all under one roof at BloodlineNetwork.com. Thank you, folks, again for all the support. We greatly appreciate it. Today, today we are here for our AEW Power Rings. Now, if you follow the website, BloodlineNetwork.com, or maybe our socials, you see weekly. I try to do it weekly. I do an AEW Power Rankings. I've been doing this since AEW Revolution. So about eight weeks now. And I do a top 20, basically. I do it for AEW. I do WWE. I do NXT. Haven't done NXT in a couple of weeks. Fell off that a little bit. I'll hop right back on that horse. you finally find it here by this weekend. But we're talking A-Dub right now, right? And I've been keeping up with A-Dub. I do 20 for AEW. That roster is so deep. As Tony Khan alluded to last night on AEW Dynamite, when he said, hey, I might have a major announcement next week. So I do 20. So my power rankings are a top 20 for AEW. I thought about cutting it down to 15, but again, that roster is just so damn deep. So without further ado, let's do our AEW power rankings. We're going to run them down from 20 to 1. All right. So number 20. And again, I should I should have I should have prefaced it with this. I use a point system. So I did like this fantasy wrestling thing, and I would like to pick it up with the bloodline sooner than later, but I'm kind of working out the quirks with it with my power rankings. So you're going to see points next to wrestlers. The points are very loosely used. The total points are used since AEW Revolution. I have a system that I use. I give out weekly points. So if you go on the website, you can check out the article. There is an article, whole um, little graph and everything chart that shows weekly points, total points, and then obviously where they rank inside of the power ranking. So that's where the points lie. And it's tough. So I grouped, yeah, I should probably tell you all this stuff before we go, right? <laughs> I grouped the, the factions together for the most part. So the BCC is all together. So Mox, Brian, Claudio, Yuta, they are all one faction on there. They are all together on there. I have the Elite on there, but that's just Kenny and the Young Bucks. Hangman's not really with them, so it's just Kenny and the Young Bucks. House of Black, obviously they're a trio. Trio's champion, of course, they're going to be on there. The Jericho Appreciation Society, I have on there, minus Sammy Guevara. I know, odd, right? But Sammy's involved with himself doing his own thing in the title picture. So I got Jericho, Danny, 2.0, and Jake Hager as the JAS on there, and that represents the JAS. I also have the Outcast together. So I have Soraya, I have Tony Storm, and I have Ruby Soho. I have all of them together as well. So when you wonder, like, why are their total points so much, and why aren't they higher on the list if they have more points? It's because the way I kind of think about it is, if you have four people in a group, 
BCC's got four people. They got 400 total points. It's really like 100 per person. So the person with 300 points probably should be higher than them. But I also use my mind and I put subjectivity behind it. And I understand if you're in bigger programs, if you're in the main event, if you're opening the show, if you're in two, three parts of the show, if you're on two shows that week, you're going to get more points. And that's kind of how I do my rankings. And now that I've explained it without further ado, let's hop into it. Number 20, for the first time, she has not been in the power rankings, as you can tell by her total points. Number 20 is Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, our girl, 46 total points. She's involved in two feuds right now. She's involved in her thing with the Outcast, with Jamie and Sheeta came back. That's dope. And she's also involved with the Adam Cole, Chris Jericho feud. So even though she only has 46 total points, her involvement in two major stories going on right now, she's got to get into the power ranking. So Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, 46 points. She's number 20 on our list. Let's go. Number 19, Bandito. He had three weeks ago, he had the international championship match. He teamed with Orange Cassidy, Adam Cole, and Robert Strong against JAS last week. And this week, he teamed with the best friends to take on the House of Black in an Anything Goes house match for the Trios Championship. Clearly, they have some stake in Bandito since he's been back from um, the visa issues over in Mexico. Clearly, they are invested in this man. Bandito, for the first time, comes into the power rankings at number 19. And I hope to see him stay here. Number 18, the acclaimed. Yeah, says me. Ah, the acclaimed, 110 points. They're in the trios picture right now, I guess. They're not doing too much on TV. They're just kind of floating around, but they're getting on TV. They're going to have a match with the House of Black at Double or Nothing. I could pretty much guarantee it. They're kind of just floating around until then. They won the number one contenders. Trios Battle Royal a couple weeks back. The acclaimed number 18. Number 17, Ricky Stocks, baby. 106 points. He's got his few going with Jay White. Filler stuff. I hate to say Ricky Starks and Jay White's filler stuff, but it's been pretty filler stuff with him and Juice Robinson over the past four weeks trying to get to this Jay White match. We got a Jay White match coming up on Dynamite this coming week. I expect some shenanigans, which will lead to Ricky Starks versus Jay White at double or nothing. But Ricky Starks, number 17, 106 points. Number 16, Jade Cargill, 203 points. She wrestled Ty Valkyrie a couple of weeks ago. It was her last big thing she did. And quite frankly, it's the only big thing she's did since Revolution. And she really didn't do much of Revolution either. But she's sitting here at 203 points. She defends her belts against Scrubs every now and again on Rampage. My system, you get good points for title defenses. Jade was a lot higher on the list, but she's fallen off. Jade Cargill, 200 Three points sitting at number 16 on the power rankings. Number 15, the number one contenders for the tag team championships. They'll be getting their shot at double or nothing against FTR with Mark Briscoe, a special guest referee. Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal coming in at 177 points and at number 15 on the power rankings. They had a really funny segment last week on Dynamite where, well, I guess two weeks ago on Dynamite at this point, but on the 5-3 edition of Dynamite where they went to the Briscoe farm, they were throwing Mark Briscoe's kid in the air. 
Uh, Sanjay Dutt and Satnam Singh were in overalls. It was fucking hilarious. But these guys are on TV all the time. Sometimes on both shows, they're featured. Jay Lethal has a title shot literally every other week. He's in a title shot at every single belt in the goddamn company. But Jeff Jarrett, Jay Lethal, coming in number 15 in the power rankings, 177 points. Number 14, the Jericho Appreciation Society, 344 points. And again, remember, like I said, five guys in this crew divided by 344. That's like 70 a pop. Right, so you got to remember that's why so many points in comparison. You got the five members minus Sammy in this crew representing JAS, not the women either. So Chris Jericho again, Danny, Jake Hager, two They had the four on four match where it was Orange, Roddy, and Bandito and Adam Cole against two Jake Hager. And, and Danny Garcia, so they had that match. And then Danny had a banger of a match. You go see the highlights on YouTube on AEW's website. Um, but damn, Orange Cassidy, or just click on the network.com, go to my power rankings, like, and click inside of it because I got to sit right there. This match was awesome. Danny locked in the Dragon Tamer so deep on Orange at one point. I thought Orange was going to pass out. Incredible, incredible stuff. So JAS coming in at number 14, 344 points. Number 13, Adam Cole, Bay Bay, 113 points, doing his thing with the Chris Jericho feud. Again, I said it three times now. He was in that eight-man tag against JAS. After the match, he bum-rushed Chris Jericho, who was on commentary, speared him through the wall, beat the holy hell out of him, got kicked out of the building. Now Jericho's got a restraining order on him, yada, yada, yada. I digress. Adam Cole, Chris Jericho's going down a double or nothing, and I look forward to it. Number 12. House of Black, listen, they got 308 points. Listen, they were the number two team in my, not number two team, they were the number two period in this power rankings when I did my first rendition of it after Revolution. But here we are after weeks and weeks and weeks of them not being on television. Finally, on the 510 edition of Dynamite, they defended the belts, as I said, against Bandito and the best friends. Fuck. Number two, all the way down to number 13 last week when they went up to one spot this week because they were finally back on television. House of Black is amazing. I think Collision is going to help out mightily with this. You have so much talent. I know you only got two hours and three hours at Rampage to get them on TV. Collision will help, and I get it. But your House of Black, who is that hot, should have never been off of TV for three straight weeks. That was weak, TK. You got to fix that. And I hope now going forward, like I just said, we got – what, two and a half weeks, two weeks maybe, two and a half weeks till you get to double or nothing, which means the acclaimed and daddy ass are going to get that title shot, as I said. So we're going to start seeing the House of Black interact with them on TV, and that should be compelling television, which means HOB going to be on our TVs. I'm in with it. FTR, number 11, 185 total points. They came in like a bat out of hell and took the belts from the guns, jumped into the top 10, Center around number six, number seven. They had a pretty porous last couple of weeks. They were only on TV one time. They had that one in-ring segment. They pile drove, or Dax accidentally pile drove Mark Briscoe after he got blinded by Sanjay. He took a swig of, I think it was vodka, but he took a swig of vodka, spit it in Dax's eye. Dax was fighting everybody. Hit the pile driver on accident on Mark Briscoe. 185 points they're sitting at. They're sitting at number 11. They have the title defense at double or nothing against Jeff Jarrett. And Jay Lethal, hope we see more progression on TV next week. We had one-on-one matches with them already, so I'm not too sure where we go from here. 
they're off TV. They're going to keep falling. I hope to see them back on TV. They're so damn good. But again, this is where a show like Collision is going to help out mightily. And let's get into the top 10. And this little area is what I call the four pillars section, okay? These guys have been flip-flopping and flip-flopping together. They've been growing together from day one. They've been moving up in the power rankings, all right, pretty much since day one. Number 10, he was the highest out of the out of them, outside of Max, of course. Max is going to be pretty close to the top of this list, if not the top. But of Sammy, Jack, and Darby, Sammy was the highest, but he got the last loss in the tag match between Sammy, Max, against Darby and Jack to see if this can be a fatal four-way at double or nothing, which it will be a fatal four-way at double or nothing. And Sammy took the loss in the match. Sammy fell just a little bit. The four vignettes they cut, each one of them, Sammy, Darby, Jack, and Max had a vignette this past week on the 510 edition of Dynamite. Oh, my God, they all were so good. Well, Jack's was okay. But the four of them, the other three were fantastic. All four were very good, though. But Sammy Guevara comes in at number 10, 150 points. He's ready for that championship match at double or nothing. Number nine, I'm sure you had an idea what was coming. Darby Allen, 130 points. I, I don't really have to go too much further into it. He just got the win over Sammy and Max in the tag match. He is ready for double, no, double or nothing. That vignette was fantastic on Dynamite. Number eight, in the same vein, was just talking about it. Jungle Boy, Jack Perry, 162 total points, sitting at number eight. We got the four pillars going into the title match at double or nothing. We've seen promos. We've seen matches. I don't know what we're going to do the next two weeks of Dynamite that we haven't already seen. They've, they've really done it all. So I don't know. So I don't know where we're going to go from here, but I can't anticipate these guys falling. Maybe rising a little bit. The program has been fantastic. So Sammy Guevara, number 10. Darby Allen, number nine. Jack Perry, number eight. Number seven, the outcast. These women kill it. I love everything that they do. So Raya, Tony Storm, Ruby Soho. What a, it's kind of lame with the L's and the green spray paint, but I get it, all right? They got to do something that's TV friendly. The spray paint gives it a nice touch. I like the green. They're involved on television. The match is coming up on Dynamite with the three of them against Britt, Jamie, and Sheeta is going to be fantastic. I look forward to a five-on-five five down the road, whether that's a stadium stampede or a blood and guts. It's going to be great. I love what the outcasts are doing, and they're on TV a lot, and I liked how they got mixed in with the Jericho program a couple of weeks ago as well, kind of intertwined everything going on, storytelling. Love it. Number six, the Elite, 283 points. The last couple of weeks, they didn't do too much. Hold on. Two weeks ago, all they had was a Kenny Omega vignette, which is a good vignette. This week, they they did. They did a lot. They had the main event. The main event. John Moxley versus Kenny Omega in a steel cage match. Fucking, and it lived up to expectations. It was a brutal, violent, bloody, gory, fucking awesome match. But the Elite lost. And the Elite kind of got their ass kicked um, during the pre-match fight as well. And Don Callis turned on Kenny Omega. Rough week for the Elite. So they're number six. But they didn't go down. They're, they were number six last week. Staying at number six, 283 points. Number five, and Wardlow, Wardlow. Oh, no, that's Goldberg, or Ryback. Now, I think Wardlow versus Goldberg at all in would be a lot of fun. I don't know if they're going to do it. Everyone's like, all right, I'm out now. <laughs> no, Wardlow and Goldberg would be dope. You want casuals to come? Bring in Goldberg. He brings casuals. We all love this company. Let's get the casuals coming, right? Anyways, Wardlow, he beat Powerhouse Hobbs. He's got his belt back. He's been defeating jobbers. He's going to have the program with Christian. He went from on the list 
to off the list to back on the list, and he's been getting TV time. He wasn't on TV this week. This week was about Christian putting himself over. I don't get it. I don't want it. I want Luchasaurus for Swordlow. I don't want Christian for Swordlow. Maybe we eventually get there and just prolong. I digress. War Daddy, 228 points. TNT champions, number five on the list. Number four, this pains me. This pains me because she was number one for quite some time. And she hasn't been doing much over the last month, really. The last two weeks, she was on TV one time. It's Jamie Hayter. It's our AEW Women's Champion. Again, go back and look at the previous power rankings. She was sitting at top, up top for a while. She's number four right now. Jamie Hayter, 283 points. She's got the match next week with Britt and Sheeta where they take on the Outcast. I very much look forward to that. Jamie was getting a lot of TV time. She had a lot of matches. Um, she had the run-ins. But the last couple of weeks, not, not so much. We need Jamie on our TVs all the time. Jamie Hayter, number four. I want her back up higher on this list. Number three, Blackpool Combat Club, 457 points. Again, it's the four of them. It's Brian, it's Mox, it's Wheeler, it's Claudio. I don't count anything on ROH. I should have prefaced that. It's only what happens on Dynamite and on Rampage. I probably should have said that at the start of the show. I digress. It's what happens on Dynamite and what happens on Rampage. So that's what these power rankings are based off of. Not based off of anything to do with ROH, because to me, they're supposed to be two separate companies. So I'm going to look at them as two separate companies. But number three, the Blackpool Combat Club, they're hot as hot gets all over the TV. Great promos. John Moxley absolutely killed it in that match. Brian killed it on commentary. The swerve at the end. I cannot wait to see where this BCC versus Elite thing goes going forward, especially because I think Konosuke Takeshka is going to join the Blackpool Combat Club. Let's fucking go. Number two, he should have been number one. Listen, listen, Orange Cassidy does everything. Every single week, this man is out there defending his international championship. He had a little vignette or promo backstage where they asked him a question. Renee asked him a question. He just goes, I'm just tired. And I don't blame him for just being tired because this dude works his fucking ass off each and every week. And I wanted to award him the top spot. I should have fucking rewarded him the top spot. Maybe one day I will. But the world champion should probably always be at the top spot in some capacity, right? Whether it's a woman champion, whether it's a man's world champion. I digress. Orange works his ass off. He is the workers' champion. The international championship is the workers' championship. And that is what Orange is. I said he had the eight-man tag. He defended against Bandito. He just defended against Danny. I talked about it all. I don't have much else I could say. Orange Cassidy is him. Number one, you already know it, right? It's MJF, Maxwell Jacob Freeman. He's been on TV. That's all we ask. There was a while he was sitting in number three, number four in these power rankings. Like I said, when Jamie was up top, House of Black was a little bit higher. He's been on TV. If Max is going to come and wrestle in a tag match, he's there cutting promos. His vignettes are fucking on point. Every, and go back and listen to what I said like three months ago or before the Brian match. A couple weeks before the Brian match, I said he is mid-JF. Everything he does is mid, and I don't use that word. I'll say that for him. No. Everything since then has been great. And this whole four pillars program has been great. And that is, and he's a catalyst behind it. And that is why he is number one on my power rankings with 314 points, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. And folks, that's it. 
That is my AEW Power Rankings for the week of May 10th, 2023. Thank you so much for tuning in. I greatly appreciate it. Please hit that like button. Please hit that subscribe button. And please go to the website for all your sports, wrestling, and entertainment needs. All of our video content. All of our video content. All under one roof. And go check out my AEW Power Rankings. It's right there. Right on that website bloodlinenetwork.com and that's all i got for you folks as always your boy tk you can find me at the tim king show on all social media check me out i'm there appreciate y'all for tuning in check out the bloodline bloodlinenetwork.com at the bloodline ent we out